Hey everyone, this podcast is part of Story Mode, the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. You can support us and gain access to other great exclusive podcasts at patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash g-a-m-e-f-u-l-l-y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. and gentlemen, let the battle of the fake bands begin! Hello everyone! Welcome to the final episode Woo! of Battle of <laughs> The fake bands. Oh man, they're all still fake. They still aren't real bands. They're well. That's not even true. That's not even that's accurate. That's not even true. They were. These are these. They they were fake, and we are we are extracting them from that moment in time in which they were fake, mm-hmm. and we are judging them. Uh, did we say our names? I'm your host, David Bell. We did. Oh no, wait. Did I'm we? your host. I'm your I'm your host, David Bell. I am a second host, Tom Ryman. I maybe legitimately we, maybe we don't said remember. It. I don't know. Every moment is a blur. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mom, you yeah, know, like not just time itself, but like moment yeah. to moment, I really lose grip. Like, yeah, my yeah, my my, my my anchor on reality just is slipping easier and easier these days. Yeah. It's like fucking in the mouth of madness over here. Mm-hmm. We're just repeating days and 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 weird uh, Lovecraftian demons. Uh, I don't know. We're balls deep in the pandemic, folks. What do you mm-hmm. expect? Mm-hmm. Every uh, every day is literally the same. Yeah, 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 yeah. Only just like with a little, a little less hope. You know, just like a little, like it shave off a little hope. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like there's been a, know? it's like there's been a leak in our hope tanks yeah. for the past yeah, exactly. thirteen or fourteen months. <laughs> No, we're great. Everything's great, Tom. We're doing great. I'm thriving. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. This is the kind of um, environment in which I do extremely well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Same here. When I'm like fucking just the pressure is on squeezing me until we're perfect little diamonds, you mm-hmm. know? Yep. Yeah. No, when you're just uh, when you're just shattered and boneless at the lip of oblivion. That's me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're surfing the lip of oblivion. Yeah, just 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 gleaming the cube right on the edge of oblivion. <laughs> oh no! I'm doing some fucking sick, yeah, fucking ollies. Lip. What tricks. do people do? You do lip tricks like vert grabs and shit. Sure. Uh, <laughs> hey, I'm doing to, those things. <laughs> thanks to Matt Osborne, our Patreon producer. Yeah, uh, I big guess, Oz country. I guess. No. I think I know so. I for a certain. I know. I don't guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Osborne is the individual who uh, produced this mm-hmm. show. Yes, uh, we're uh, we're at the final one. We're at the final one. This is it, folks. Yeah, and we've re- uh, we've reached a bit of a conundrum. Have we? Um, we we have. have. Well, I mean, in the interest of time, uh, I think we should explain to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, real slowly. Let's explain really it real slowly. slowly. Uh, Look, folks, the average, I don't know if you know this, but the average podcast episode is like about, 45 about minutes. About 40 Our to 45 average. minutes. That That isn't to say other podcasts aren't shorter lengths. You know, you could have a podcast that's 20 minutes, for example. You could have a podcast that's like 10 minutes. It's just like the news. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could or, have a podcast that's just explaining things really slowly to stretch uh-huh. for time. You could also do a podcast about uh, one of the Twilight sequels. Yeah. Uh, and it'll be four hours long. <laughs> and it'll be four hours long. That's true, Tom. <laughs> that can happen. <laughs> that I'm is, still not sure how. That is going to be four hours long, but it can. <laughs> yeah. No idea what what uh that's uh, speaking of just blacking out one minute to the next. My god. Uh Yeah, you d- I wasn't even there for that. That was all you. Yeah. That literally the f- the 401 ended with me and Ganser literally being like, "Okay, we have to s- we got to stop." Like out of basic survival, like hunger and thirst. 
uh, and like just soreness, we had to stop. I can't believe neither one of you had to stop to shit. No, no, you can like, shit like, like just like the you real can podcast on the toilet. That's true. Yeah, you can absolutely do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm surprised they don't make chairs for computers that you can poop inside. I'm sure they do. You, we could make that chair. Let me go ahead and Google toilet chair. Yeah, uh, we could make that chair pretty. You just need toilet. Uh, you just all you really need chair. is a a chair, uh, and like a saw and a bucket. That's all you really need, and then you can That's make your true. own poop chair. Okay, I'm happy to report um, that I don't see a toilet chair, computer chair. I see, I see like medical chairs mm-hmm. for pooping better or more comfortable. Yeah, more aerodynamically. Um, yeah, more ergonomic exactly. poops. I see a throne of the Grim Reaper. Uh, it's okay. an armchair. It's thirteen hundred dollars. I need to know Wayfair.com. Yeah. Someone get us this. I need to know how many bones are involved in this chair and whether or not I can poop in it. Now I know I can poop in it. Regardless, you can, right, well, regardless of just, the manufacturer's intention. Yeah, there's a um, open chest cavity in the chair. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't poop where you would normally poop in a chair, but you can poop in the chest cavity. In mm. order to, uh, like, you can poop in the chair, is my point. It's not like pooping in a toilet, though. I'd have to, The like, same way uh, you can kind of poop in any chair if you, like, tear open the chair and poop inside. You don't even need to do that. Yeah. You don't even need to take that step if you just want to poop in a chair. Well, okay. Like, the, o- to- the opening is optional. Okay, well, well, all right, let's break this down real quick. So you're talking about pooping while in a chair, not pooping inside of a chair. Yes. Okay. I'm actually talking about both. Okay. I think I think it's better to poop like inside of the chair. I mean, obviously like, that's ideal. I'm just saying you can poop in any chair. Sure. But imagine if you will like uh someone's favorite like uh like recliner mm-hmm. and what you do is you take you take a knife and you cut open a small slit and you poop inside of it and you sew it right back up mm-hmm. so there's just poop in the chair yes. and it's like kind of moving around in there mm-hmm. after a while it kind of hardens right now it'll uh, become fossilized up. and then it will become part of the uh the the structure of the chair yeah um like stalactites like stalactites Mm-hmm. Oh man, yeah, poop stalactites in in a poop cave. That is your 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 a buddy's favorite recliner. That is your friend's recliner. Okay, yep, the or an po- uncle. Yeah, grandfather. You can any be of these. you can be friends with your uncle. That's true. You can be friends with your uncle. So we got to the bottom of this. Yeah. No. The point is, is that we realized that this episode is going to be way shorter than the other two episodes. Yeah. So we're trying to think of ways to like stretch, and I don't know. Maybe we'll come up with something mm-hmm. uh, to like get like I don't know. Pat it by like ten minutes would be right, great to get like nine minutes and twenty six seconds of time. Yeah. Something like that. Like extra um, time out of that. That would really mm-hmm. push us over into acceptable podcast length yeah honestly i don't even know if this is going to be a short episode it's just that the amount of bands we're dealing with is lower that's where what it comes down to uh i think we mentioned these are the semi-finals and and the final final battle we're going to today name the best fake band yeah and so we're pulling from the winners of the last two episodes Mm -hmm. uh pitting them against each other via genre Mm mm-hmm uh, and then taking the winners of that and putting them all in a big old bucket and letting them fight it out. Yeah. Uh, That's exactly correct. In order to avoid repetition, mm-hmm. we're going to judge each semi-finalist by some specific criteria. We have four qualities. Um, we're going to judge them by how good we think the live experience would be. Mm-hmm. Our Very desire important. to... Very important. Yep. Our desire to hang out with the band themselves, like what that would be like. Also important. Yep. Their actual music, pretty important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's 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 up there. That's near the top. Yep. And then just the general behind the scenes, like the meta of the band, the movie or show they were in, the legacy they've left behind, what they mean to entertainment, either mm-hmm. music or, or movies or TV, 
etc mm-hmm. um so that's our that's our um criteria how do we do we want to tell people what the bands are right away or do we want to just go down starting with the blues folk genre i think we just go man all right um or we could i don't know what do you think what do you think mm, i think uh they can listen to the past episodes to see how we got to this moment Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna give this disclaimer every time um if we forgot a band you liked that's a shame you know yeah that's bad that's too bad yeah yeah uh, and, you know, obviously now we're down to a very few bands. So if you're wondering how we got here, yeah, you maybe we, the, maybe we ent- like mentioned some of your favorite uh, fictional bands before this moment. I hope we did. Um, there's no yelling at us. I feel like this is one that people are very opinionated on. It might be. I don't know. I've not noticed. I haven't either. Uh. <laughs> so I'm, I'm basing it off of nothing. Um, all right, let's start. With our, our blues folk genre, uh, that is the Blues Brothers in our movie category mm-hmm. versus Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem. Um, <laughs> the Muppet uh, Blues Band. It should be noted that Dr. Teeth is also a movie band, technically. They've been in Muppet movies. That's true. They, tra- in they, fact, they, they transcend both mediums. In yeah. yeah. Uh, so let's start with the old live experience here, Tom. Which band would you rather see live? This this is a legitimately difficult question. Okay. Because well, on the one hand, you get uh, John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd. Uh, just coked out of their minds. Just snow blind on yeah. mountains of cocaine. Doing cartwheels and Doing whatnot. Doing cartwheels, sweatily blowing into harmonicas. Oh, yeah. Uh, shucking and jiving all over the stage. Uh, singing blues standards, classic blues standards. Yeah. Um, and then you got the Muppets doing a whole ass Muppet show. Let me, um, okay. So I've been, I, in preparation, I watched a lot of just videos of all these bands, as many performances as I could find. That's really good. I'm glad one of us did that. Yeah. Um, the blues brothers is definitely a better live performance. Uh, usually for the sake that if you're if you're there there's like something going on some sort of weird plot happening within the show um you know it's the the audience is generally having a better time the venues look better Mm -hmm. that said if you're sitting in the audience of a dr teeth and the electric mayhem Mm -hmm. show uh in this universe that means muppets exist where you are Uh uh-huh you're in a world where Muppets exist. Well, that's true. That's a whole new species. That That's, yeah. Yeah. That's an entirely be, new uh, uh, type of animal, of, of yeah, creature. Yeah, that means, that means like uh, fur coats, different types of fur coats. Maybe oh, their man. fur is softer. Yes, absolutely. Are you uh, kidding that's me? All, yeah, no, it's, yeah, that's, it's, it, there would be a whole industry based around slaying Muppets for their pelts. There's a whole meat genre. Uh-huh. Uh, what you know, like a whole, whole new, new type meat of meat. Genre. It's not quite beyond burger, but it's not red meat. It certainly isn't immoral to eat a muppet. No. Um, what are they gonna do? Yeah, have a soul about it? No, I think not. No. Um. So they that there's that there's that factor there. There's that. So factor. seeing the muppets live. There's also let me let me offer to you as a counterpoint. If the Blues Brothers, uh, if you're seeing the Blues Brothers live in concert in 2021, that means death doesn't exist. That's true. That's true. well. Let's not. Let's not. That's. I feel like that's a little meta, because uh, we're in their universe, right? We should. We should agree on this, actually. Okay. So are we in their universe seeing them live? I suppose so. Yeah. Okay. So but that, you're right. So, is if we so saw that would, them now, that would, that would be terrifying. Right. That would technically mean that we are not watching John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd. We are watching Jake and Elwood Blues. Yes. Um, and for what, all we know, uh, Juliet Jake is is still alive. Yeah. We should just give these a rating, right? Like, how do you how would you rate the live experience of the Blues Brothers, and how would you rate the live experience of Doctor Teeth? We don't have to prefer one. Unless, unless it's a tie down the middle, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, what if we just, like, between one and five, how would you rate your desire to see them live? Oh, man. Or how 
enjoyable seeing them live would be. Hmm. And we're going to have to use our personal feelings here, right? Because, like, I would give it maybe a four uh, because I don't like blues that much. Yeah. Yeah. Personally, here's all right. This uh, let me just share my thoughts. Um, I would give the Blues Brothers a four, but I would give Doctor Teeth a five because of Muppets, because there'd be Muppets there. That's true. Like Muppets instantly add something for me. Yeah, yeah. I can't argue with that. I don't know. I I feel like I'm I I don't know, because I'd be more excited to see, you know, the Blues Brothers because they're comedy icons, but. They're not like being funny during the performances. Right. <laughs> They're just being blues musicians. Right. Uh, um. And yeah, I think we must have talked about this on um, the the first episode of this, but like the Blues Brothers is kind of a boring movie. Yeah. Well, we'll get to the movie. Uh, um, yeah. No, just think, I think seeing them live, just seeing them live, seeing them live. I think I'd be more excited to see Dr. Teeth. I think you're probably right. Okay. All right. Let's, let's lean it towards Dr. Teeth then. Let's, mm -hmm. let's do it by like teeth wins then. Yeah. Okay. Um, second, oh, this is a, this is a hard one. Second. Uh, uh, okay. Desire to hang out with the band. Oh, Which shit. Which band do you want to hang out with? They're both uh, fives. <laughs> yeah, they're both fives. You're right. Ty. All right. Hang out. That is, that is just tie. across the board they're, a tie. Right, here's what I would argue. They're both either fives or zeros, depending on where you're at in life. They both depending are on, the same Depending on energy. what, yeah, where you are in your life and what point of the evening you're hanging out with. Them. Yeah. Because they both could be a real they're, bummer. They're both going to be a real bummer at one point. Yeah. Um, all right. Next one. Actual music. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say Blues Brothers. Having listened to a bunch of them back to back. Yeah. Blu uh, yeah Blues Brothers definitely has the edge there. I, I genuinely would not listen to either band. Yeah. That's fair. Um, but yeah the the blues brothers perform better music for sure okay yeah um all right and final one is behind the scenes the meta who's doing it now i looked into dr teeth in the electric mayhem mm -hmm. and i gotta say the original band uh it's the two like dr teeth is jim henson animal is frank oz mm -hmm. so that's jim henson and frank oz yeah. doing a band together yeah, rocking the fuck out yeah, then it's Jerry Nelson who is um uh he's the count. Oh. And other things, obviously. Sure. Yeah. Um you're never just and um then, up it. Yeah, Fran Brill who uh she I don't know if you know that name after looking her up, she's she was in What About Bob? She was Lily, Richard Dreyfuss's sister. Um she's just done a bunch of Muppet voices as well. Uh, but like the main thing there is, uh, fucking, you know, Frank Oz and Jim Henson mm -hmm. doing a band together. That's kind of, that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's cool. It's, it's basically Frank Oz and Jim Henson versus John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd mm -hmm. is how I'm looking at this. Yep. Uh, so what would you say? What, and, uh, but then there's, of course, the legacy of Blues Brothers, which is kind of undeniable, right? Yeah, I just, in terms of, uh, like, Jim Henson and Frank Oz versus Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi, I kind of have to lean towards Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi just because, like, chaos is where my heart lives. Well, but I would, I would lean there with you because... Um, Again, the Blues Brothers is like they're you go to Universal and they're there. Mm -hmm. They're characters. Uh Dr. Teeth isn't. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh mind you, Kermit is. Other Muppet things are. Yeah. But that's not who we're talking about. No, we're talking about Dr. Teeth. Yeah, and if we're talking about personal legacy, like Dan Acker and John Belushi also did other things. So I would give it to Blues Brothers as well. Mm-hmm. Which means that the winner is the Blues Brothers. That I mean, that checks out. Yep. So that's the... Um, okay, we're going to be fine for time. 
<laughs> yeah, we are. And, and in we, fact, it was unnecessary for us to have done We that. were worried, you guys. Not going to cut it out. Oh, fuck no. No. Um, all right, let's go to our next one. Uh, this is going to be a little harder because I'm, I'm less aware of a lot of the... Um, oh, man. there's Okay. We're going into punk. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the stains... As in, ladies and gentlemen, the fabulous stains mm-hmm. and the queen haters, as in the SCTV sketch. Um, there's a lot here. There's a lot. There's to a lot here. Yeah. All right. So, holy shit, the stains are like, um, God. Okay. Well, let's let's talk about live experience. Which man you'd rather see live? Mm-hmm. Um, the queen haters are like a parody of. Um, of the Sex Pistols, the Stains are like a legit uh, all-female punk band, mm-hmm. um, kind, which is why with uh, a specific kind of vibe, though, that I'm trying to put my finger on, like a '70s. Um, oh God, it's it's like a Susie and the Banshees type vibe, I would say. Um, like I'm trying to, I'm trying to. I should have looked up what specific type of punk rock this is, but it's like early eighties, mm-hmm. um, kind of still a little bit of the seventies bleeding over. Yeah. Um, it, they're based off a real band called the stains, um, which is all, all dudes. I believe, um, they have like one song in the movie, which is the professionals. Um, I, I still have to see this movie. Uh, when we get into the meta and who plays what, it's going to be a real, Real shit show. Yeah, it's gonna be, um, it's but, gonna be real real mayhem. Yeah, in terms of live experience, I'll have I have to say I'd rather see the stains. And here's my here's my argument is that the Queen Haters are supposed to be the Sex Pistols, mm-hmm. uh, where the Stains are supposed to be kind of a smaller band that I guess I think they later sell out. Um, <clears throat> but like, I'd rather like the Stains seems more likely to see a more intimate like basement type show. Or a smaller show, whereas the Queen Haters uh, is probably just like a broader group yeah. and bigger shows and like a little more irritating. Right. I was about to say it's also like dirty ass crust punks. Yeah. Right. And like, like, yeah. Well, no, the Stains, I'd say, is dirty ass crust punks, too. But like the, the Queen Haters is almost like less. It's It's punks and it's also just like. Like they, I don't know if it's the Sex Pistols, then it's like you're also going to get people who aren't into punk who just want to see them. Yeah, uh, it's the more depending ob- on the era. It's the more obnoxious version. Yeah, and they'll probably do more obnoxious shit on yeah. stage. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like the performance that we watched of the Stains from the movie is is was kind of low key. Yeah, a little bit. Like, They're just up there, just, just pretty straightforward. Dancing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just kind of playing yeah. the song. I think there's gen- there's generally going to be, a, um, I think, points in my heart against the Queen Haters because they're a parody. So they're an exaggerated version of um, the Sex Pistols, a band that's already kind of a parody. I was about to say, themselves. they're really not that much of an exaggeration. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it really is kind of just the Sex Pistols. Right. Yeah. With a different name and lineup. So would you say the Stains for live? I don't know. Okay. Um I feel like I feel like the Queen Haters would be a more fun show, honestly. Okay. So I taking feel, into I feel account like, watching them on stage. Yes. Right? Yes. Um you're right. The I Queen feel Haters, like now I that you be, mention it. I would be more likely to connect with the stains and like buy their album afterward because their show strikes me much more as a show where you go and you're really paying attention to the music and what they're playing. Yeah, you're right. Okay. And yeah. Queen Haters and the Queen is Haters is just like we're going we're going to a show, we're going to just we're just going to get fucked up and 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 do the mosh pit and just enjoy a live show. You're right. You're right. All right, well, let's give it to the Queen Haters and go to uh, Desire to Hang Out with the Band. I'm going to say, well, whew. okay. Um, we don't, is if this... we watch the Fabulous Stains, we'd know more about their personalities. That's true. 
Um, but if you saw these bands and then someone was like, hey, you want to go backstage and hang out with them? I would say, well, that's what we're asking. If it's the bands, like as their fictional characters, uh, yeah, I would, I would pick the stains. I would never want to hang out with the queen. Yeah, I would never. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was getting to here. Yeah. Is we're talking about fictional. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Actual music. Um, I mean, I'm giving that straight to the stains. To I, be honest, I like this because I like the stains song more. Yeah, yeah. You said it. Uh, watching like actual like, uh, uh, what album would you buy? I would I would uh, listen yeah. to the stains regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, and okay, so finally we're we're this one's. I think some of these it's going to be harder than others. It looks like yeah. Uh, final one. Uh, the meta behind the scenes quality of the movie. Okay, uh, quality of the show. <laughs> All right, so we have Laura. Here's the Laura real meat. Dern Here's and the Diane real meat. Lane, yeah, it's, right? it's, it's Laura Dern and Diane Lane in the stage. Yeah, versus Martin Short, John Candy, and Eugene uh, Levy. Eugene uh, Levy and um, Joe Flaherty. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a bunch of Second City guys. This <laughs> this is a, a real bummer. A English fucking yeah street punk band. Uh, <clears throat> fuck. <laughs> I all right SCTV. There's also something in that 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 has a bigger legacy, right? Yes. Um, yeah. It's still a sketch, um, but I feel like <sighs> I personally this would is, get. Right. I would get more hanging out with the SCTV guys. Well, it's not just hanging out. It's just like what it means. Yeah. Uh, what the, what it means in general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think SCTV, but this is why. I think the behind the scenes uh, should go to them. Um, but this is the, all right, this is the issue is that if we'd given this each one a rating of one to five, we wouldn't have this tie. That's true. And what matters more is the other question because certain things should matter more, right? Mm-hmm. Like, for example, uh, if I had to eliminate one of these, um, I would immediately eliminate the queen haters just because the actual music is so much better uh of with the stains i mean mm-hmm. than the queen haters that means the most to me because that's ultimately what we're talking about right um mm-hmm. that said uh the sketch for the queen haters is fucking hilarious john candy that is uh, such- makes me laugh every single time <laughs> i look at such him. a good gag yeah, so the the question is like how do we how do we break this tie? I don't know. Um that is an interesting question. Does it have an answer? Do we flip a coin? Um is there anywhere they're close? Um I don't know cuz like they're both like both bands are not anything in in pop culture of the zeitgeist. They were like that's one, correct. they were like one-offs that these very famous people were involved in right so it's like people know diane lane and, and laura dern they don't know the, the hell the the fabulous stains are <laughs> or, or have ever yeah. heard of that movie um and it's the same thing with the 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 queen haters it's it's like oh it's uh, a, a you... group of some of the most famous comedians on earth uh but it was the sketch they did one time like 40 but... years ago <laughs> Would you agree that the music is the most important? Like, can we use the music as a tiebreaker? I th- um, I think so, unless one of the two groups is playing a cover. Yeah. All right. Well, that's and, interesting because the Stains is playing a cover. Yeah. Um, which it's the it, Queen Haters is technically a original song, but it's a parody of the Sex Pistols. Yes. Yeah. So it's it's. I don't know. It's a tricky one. Because, like, I feel like playing... No, you have a good point. Right, you like, have a good point. Like playing a the cover is an unfair advantage. The fact that those aren't original movie, uh, music yeah. uh, does, is a hit. Yeah. So we're still at a, we're at a standoff. We're still at again. an impasse, yeah. Should we flip a coin? I don't know, that man. That seems improper. It does. This is a battle. Should we make them both win? All right, here's the argument for they both win. I mean, we know what's going to happen at the end of this episode. Uh-huh. 
<laughs> so it kind of doesn't matter. Here's the argument. There's win. five there's gonna be five uh finalists, uh-huh. right? Yeah. Six would make it even. Sh- sure. For the bracket. Sure, if you're interested in having even brackets. Yeah, I am. Okay. I, I, fine. Look, we're doing it. I'm putting both the stains and the queen haters. Mm-hmm. We love them both. We really do. They're incredible, and you should look them both up. Yeah. Um, it's let's, let's so move. good, so good. Let's move on. Let's move on uh, to the Wonders versus Gem and the Holograms. Now, hmm. that thing you do is a, a banging song. Gem uh, and the Holograms uh, have many songs. That's something to keep in mind. Yes. I guess we start, with, though, with the live experience. Which band would we rather see live? Probably Gem and the Holograms. I think yes. I think definitely Gem and the Holograms, right? Right, because like like that uh, the, they got like magic and shit. Well, yeah, the Wonders are like early Beatles, right? Like that's who they're supposed to be. So they're like yeah. they're early sixties uh, uh, rock and roll. You can listen to that won't make your parents insane because they're clean cut boys wearing suits. Right. If you're seeing the Wonders live and you're not like a white person, mm-hmm. uh, it's probably bad, right? I don't know that it's necessarily <laughs> bad, but it's like not the most like we see. It's not the best time. We see a lot of their performances in that thing you do, and yeah. they're a tight band, but they're not particularly that interesting to yep. watch. <laughs> they also just play that one. They also just play that one fucking song. Well, we see them play. Uh, My only dreams, I think, is another. Sure. We, we get a couple of wonder songs in that thing I think you though, do. But like it's, Jim and the Holograms. But Jim and the Holograms. What I the the point I was building up to is you have that versus Jim and the Holograms, which is like peak of eighties glam. Yeah. Like I'm watching that band. <laughs> yeah, you, you're gonna see lasers and smoke machines yeah, and shit. Yeah, fucking magic probably at one point. These fucking smiling honkies, yeah, like just, rocking back and forth just slightly. Just these honkies, these these yeah. nerdy ass jabronis. Yeah, playing no, playing a real catchy song. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, well, which band would we rather hang out with? Probably Gem and the Holograms. It's gotta be Gem, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> they're just cooler in general. Right, and uh, they're fucking I don't magic. need to hang out. Yeah. I don't need to, I don't need to, yeah, they're magic. They go on adventures and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, that's easy. Yeah. Uh, actual music. Uh... I have to give it to Gem and the Holograms again, having listened to the other Gem songs. Mm-hmm uh versus uh the wonders the wonder okay okay well maybe it's not this simple because um <sighs> so that 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 thing you do is actually a banging song uh-huh and so i'll give them that mm-hmm. it's a legit banging song yeah it's uh fountains of wayne which i'm sure we mentioned on the original podcast but that is the band who wrote that song and performed yeah. it? Yeah. Well, I, I, actually, I think the act, the guys in the movie perform it in the movie. I'm not sure. Anyway, do, it was I written by Fountains know. of Wayne. Yeah. <clears throat> but Jim and the Hoggers has more music. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's all like weird '80s synth and like you mm-hmm. know, it's 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 kind of bitchin'. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, I think I might have to give it to Jim and the Holograms. Yeah, I think so too. Um, I think that one's a tight one, but I think Jem because mm-hmm. the wonders the wonders wins. do have good songs. Yeah. Oh yeah, they do. Uh, but still, like I'd rather listen to Jem and the Holograms. I would probably ultimately. I would listen to it more often for sure because that that's yeah. that's usually my mood is right around yeah. Jem and the Holograms. Yeah. So that that brings us to the meta of it all. Mm-hmm. Um. This is interesting because I'd say Gem and the Holograms has a has a longer legacy. It's the it's the Hasbro Marvel, it's the G.I. Joe Transformers like group. That's true. Um, I would That said, that thing you do has way more talent behind it. Way more talent. And I'd also <laughs> I'd also I I don't know if this is accurate, but I get the feeling just judging by um you know what I've seen on working for a couple of different pop culture websites and and having that specific lens on social media and stuff. I suspect there is an equal level of nostalgia 
for the wonders. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, they're coming back. Also, Steve Zahn, man. You got Steve Zahn, you know? Uh, mm, yeah, Tom Everett Scott, fucking Jonathan Sheck. Yeah. And, and then that Jonathan Sheck up in there. Yeah. Um, Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler. Uh, but mainly written and directed by Tom Hanks, I would say. Yeah. You know what? I don't feel bad giving it to the wonders for this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they're going to le- lose... <laughs> Uh, because Jim swept otherwise. Yeah, I was just pointing out that like people of a certain age are going to be maybe more nostalgic for Jim, but then there's also people who are in their late twenties, early thirties now are going to be super nostalgic for that thing you do. So yeah, yeah, for sure. It's like a pretty even split, I think. Yeah. Also, that Jim movie that they did a few years back really fucking bombed. <laughs> Yeah. Nobody cared it about that. It didn't look that. good. Didn't well, look it had, like, good. Nothing, I don't know anything about it. Had it had nothing to do with the cartoon, really. Really? Like, they're not magic, I don't think. Like, it's... They did, like, a really lame... Fuck, it's directed by John M. Chu, though, uh, who did the G.I. Joe Retaliation, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so, I don't know, maybe Bruce Willis is in it. Oh, yeah, fuck, maybe. Yeah. As G.I. Joe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, who gives a shit? Just put him in there. They're all owned by the same company anyway. (laughs) Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah, man. Just put him on drums. Um, All right. Well, let's get to our final one. Or not final. Second to final. Mm -hmm. This is uh, Thugnificent versus CB4. Now... I've been listening to a lot of Thugnificent. Um, what's the what's the fucking song? F Granddad, <laughs> which is fucking amazing. Um, but we'll get to music right now. Um, we we what what would we rather see live? CB4 or Thugnificent? Hmm. All right. So that's here's like my... that's like a legit question. Um. Yeah. All right, I I kind of want to. I'm actually leaning towards CB4. I'm. That's um, my. That was my. Yeah. That's like my. That was like because, my knee jerk reaction was CB4. Yeah, because again, the era, um, the environment of a CB4 concert just seems less. Just from what I know of Thugnificent, mm-hmm. um, Thugnificent seems um kind of like bigger. Um, uh, depending on when you're seeing, of course, CB4, they get big as well. But generally speaking, I think I'd I'd want to see CB4 live. Mm-hmm. And I don't have much reasons other than that's just the band that I like more and would want to see. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say? Yeah, I agree with that for sure. Okay. Um. All right, let's give it to CB4. Mm-hmm. Uh, who do we want to hang out with? Hmm. <laughs> this is tough, because CB4, it's basically Chris Rock. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, w- I wouldn't mind hanging out with a young Chris Rock. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, like, there's <laughs> that. <laughs> Yeah. But Thugnificent is also uh, <laughs> fucking incredible. But also, you could go to Thugnificent's house. <laughs> Fuck, you're right. Thugnificent probably yeah. has a lot more going on. His house is loaded with uh, statues of himself. <laughs> <laughs> um, Fuck. Uh. So which one ultimately? Yeah, I, I think maybe Thugnificent. I'm thinking Thugnificent, uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Give Bart part of his lethal injection crew. Yeah. <laughs> All right, actual music. Um, uh, <laughs> here's the thing. I unironically like Straight Outta Low Cash, and I also unironically like, um, fuck, whatever. What's the name of the, the main Thugnificent song? Um, I don't know what the main one is. Having listened to F Granddad, uh, that, that song is great. Um, this is tough 
Because CB4 is definitely more the type of band I would listen to. Mm-hmm. But they only have the one song. And that's and also it's because CB4 is just a parody. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that, of NWA. Fucking, so. There's so many good Thugnificent fucking booty butt cheeks. Stomp them in the nuts. I think we have to give it to Thugnificent. <laughs> I, 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 think, was, like, I was thinking of booty butt cheeks, by the way. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think because they're original songs. Yeah. Um, and they're just. They're... <laughs> fucking incredible songs they're fucking incredible songs um which brings us to the meta um thugnificent is played by carl jones Mm -hmm. um i don't know much about him or what he's done um the boondocks is a great show Mm -hmm. that's for sure uh but then we have cb4 which is you know yeah chris elliott man I mean, also Chris Rock, but Chris Elliott. But you primarily know? Chris Everybody Elliott. Everybody loves yeah, every, yeah, yeah, that's the that's um, the big one. <laughs> but yeah, and then fucking, you know, uh, Phil Hartman and Charlie Murphy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, you know, it's CB4. Yeah. It's from the director of Half-Baked and Billy Madison. Uh, Tamara Davis. Tamara Davis, yeah, that's, that's, yeah. that's Mike. She's married to Mike D. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, from the Beastie Boys, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So like kind of <laughs> CB4 I would say is a for me at least it means more. Um but it's it this is also very uh subjective, you know. That's it it's that's incredibly true, yeah. Uh I mean a lot of this is cuz it's based on taste. Um but yeah, I have more of a personal i guess connection with cb4 probably for the same reason he is because i've been watching it since i was like a teenager yeah here's what (laughs) i'll say no matter who we give it to i think thugnificent should win yes um okay that works for me um because thugnificent is definitely uh just because it's not it's not just, it's beyond one song. Um, mm-hmm. And those songs are great. Um, so I guess this brings us to our final lineup here. Uh, Spinal Tap versus Death Clock. Okay. <laughs> so, <sighs> so there's a few things here. There's a few things to there think about. There are a few things to think about here, yeah. So the first first thing is uh the live. Yeah. What okay, here's the thing. Which band would you rather see live? I have to go, I think I I can't see Death Clock because you die, right? I have seen Death Clock. Right, but I'm talking about in the Death Clock in, in the te- like, in, in the, the universe. Death Clock universe. Well, you don't always yeah but, but there's a there's a, a real chance. good chance <laughs> yeah like that's that does mean but they something, also right? they also exist in a universe where they are the biggest economy in the world um they're, they're and, definitely like and their music is so good that the loss of <laughs> life is just something that people accept right that's like the their, thing, their live like performances are so good yeah and I, they are that good. When you watch them live, uh, they are they are extremely uh, good live. They just you might get murdered. Uh, you might, it's you might. It's it's a it's a possibility. It is a non-zero possibility. Whereas Spinal Tap, you might see one of them explode on stage. Uh, you <laughs> you might see what something happen to them, but you're safe. Mm-hmm. Um, this is hard because it's kind of a question of do you want to live in that world and I honestly I don't know if I'd want to live in that world the death clock world Um, to yeah. see one of those shows they're, br- they're brutal shows I don't think I would survive mm. uh, going to death clock that's fair yeah what do you think? Um, I mean, 
We're talking about the conditions of the live show. They're definitely a better live show. Yes. Uh, but you might die. Right. But also they're performing at like the Arctic Circle with giant pendulum scythes and a submarine. Right. And, and whales and shit. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah, I kind of have to see that. Fuck. Do we give it to Death Clock? I mean, how do you rate the possibility that you might get killed by a giant troll? Right. Versus you're seeing the most amazing thing. Um, Is it? All right. Here's the question. Mm -hmm. Is... Can you afford to go to these shows? That's an excellent question because they're always packed. And they're yeah. full of and they're full of shitty teenagers. Yeah. Okay, so it, they're probably affordable, mm-hmm. but how are people getting there? I, oh, I assume I'm sure, going I'm, I'm sure getting there is on you, the same as it is for any concert. Right. And so getting there probably costs a fortune. Yes. Um I'm just wondering if in this universe it's more likely that we'd be watching Death Clock on television than actually seeing a death clock show that might be more likely i don't know um but that's besides the point it's just about you're at the live show Mm -hmm. which one would you prefer um rolling the dice on death clock yeah i think because that's i think so you're gonna see some incredible shit exactly and not knowing what the venue necessarily is either But I think I'll have to go with Death Clock. Yeah. That's a really hard decision. Mm-hmm. It um, really is, yeah. As is this next one. Actually, this isn't that hard. Who do you want to hang out with more? Oh, that is kind of hard. All right, well, this isn't the meta. I know. It's just, who do you want to hang out with more? It, it again, kind of depends on your mood. Death well, Clock, the thing- I, I, would, I would say you're even more likely to die. If you're hanging out with Death Clock, they don't die, but you will die, right? Uh, possibly. It Um, feels that's well, that's one of the factors. But like, what's the the thing that's like making this difficult for me is I feel like it would almost be the same experience hanging out with either well personal personality wise yes because like they both they're both kind of adorable right the joke is the same for both bands in that they're They're, both idiots yeah they're clowns (laughs) they're just they're children they're just little children but death clocks uh bullshit uh gets you killed could get you killed Mm -hmm. although do they like they they're careless is i guess what i'm saying as they're not necessarily and, mean, but yeah, they're careless. And, yeah, and things tend to happen around them. Exactly. Which is why, again, um, I would say hang out with Death Clock. What, here's the thing. Basically, this is what we're weighing with Death Clock is, are they, um, is the experience of where you are worth dying for? Because when you hang out with Death Clock, you're most certainly going to be in like a castle. You know, you'll probably be at Mord House, yeah, yeah. Um, but you could die. You could die, yeah, and not in a <laughs> way. There, yeah, and I think what's scary is it's not in a way where you have control over it. You might die because something bursts through the wall and like kills you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, there's no saying how you'll die. You don't have that control. You might uh, trip and get impaled on Murderface's codpiece. Exactly. Um, that said, I think I would rather hang out with Death Clock. <laughs> um, but again, this is this is a tough playing, one. Playing wheelchair bound with Murder Face. Yeah, I think I like. This is so hard. It is. This is a difficult question. What do you? Where are you leaning here? I don't know. It's man, because there's also the. Ch- I mean. This also depends on how you feel about like their side characters, but if you're hanging out with Metalocalypse, there's a chance that Toki's going to bring fucking Dr. Roxo. Oh, see, I'm I'm banking on it. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll get to hang out with Dr. Roxo. I want I want to hang out with Dr. Roxo. <laughs> like Spinal Tap, Spinal Tap's fun, but they're pretty low key. I it's what it's it's what you said is they're both clowns, but one is more extravagant. Yeah. 
uh, they're both pretty extravagant. Yes. But one is like you're hanging out in fucking Mordor. Yeah. Uh, which is why it's like, well. Yeah. I kind of, yeah, I got to go with Metalocalypse. Uh, yeah. With fucking, yeah, with um, Deathclaw. Because as, as I said earlier, chaos is where my heart lives. Yeah. I need, I need, I need that sweet, sweet chaos. Well, let's talk about the music. Um, so I've obviously listened to a lot of Death Clock. Bias towards Death Clock. Um, Spinal Tap is so fucking good. They are. And that needs to be noted. Like, their songs are great. Mm-hmm. Um, they're funny. Uh, it's two different types of metal. It is, yeah. And they're both... They're both impressive. Yeah. Um, I think I think Death Clock might be more impressive just from a technical standpoint. This is so subjective, and I'm realizing that now, and there's yeah. probably Spinal Tap fans, but like I literally just listen to Death Clock like mm-hmm. while I'm writing and oh, doing yeah. stuff. I just put them on. Yes. Uh yeah. so I have to say Death Clock. Yeah. Um and uh, if you're if you're uh music theory nerd or conservatory nerd or any of that just a nerd uh, yeah you're probably gonna lean more toward death clock just because yeah it is such like yeah like the way brendan small plays is just it's all brendan small which except for the drums oh right that that drums are drums or somebody else it's not him (laughs) That gets us to the meta, which I would actually give this to Spinal Tap more, because I think without Spinal Tap, there might not be a death clock. Correct. That's probably true. Yeah. Yeah. And and the the comedy talent behind mm-hmm. Spinal Tap is just huge. And it, it began the whole Christopher Guest thing. Yeah. Uh, like that it like that tone even though rob reiner directed spinal tap that's a that's a christopher guest movie mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> absolutely yeah it's yeah i think you're all, almost certainly right is we wouldn't have had metalocalypse if spinal tap hadn't done that joke and been like we, this is a genre of comedy you can do i i think if we were judging like obviously death clock wins this right um, in my opinion like yes this, but like this, this is yeah this this comparison uh this versus but if we were doing just talking about the movies or the entertainment i think spinal tap would come out on top ultimately Absolutely. i don't think any other band on this list has the uh cultural impact that spinal tap does yeah i agree um like yeah we have to say goodbye to Spinal Tap. I know it sucks because it's. Yeah. I mean, Spinal Tap was only going to lose to Death Clock. Like that's it wouldn't have been beaten by any other band. I don't think. No, that's li- yeah. You're right. Uh, that's like the only band it could lose to in this is Death Clock. I think so. I, in a way, yeah. it's good that they lost pretty much. I'm saying right away. We're an hour into this podcast. <laughs> boy we really didn't need to worry about stalling for time whatever man <laughs> this is about to go really fast though that's true yeah we're about to do our final fight versus thugnificent i put these in a bracket i'm gonna give uh, that to thugnificent yeah i am too mm-hmm. based this is gonna be real quick folks based on all the factors we discussed um versus all the factors we discussed about the queen haters yeah uh yeah i'm giving it gonna to have to give it yeah yep um next bracket death clock versus gem in the holograms i would kill I would kill a human being to see to this see lineup this show. live. Yeah, to see this bill. Yeah. yeah. This is, if anybody could fight Death Clock, it's Gem and the Holograms, Obviously, right? Obviously, Just yeah. as like, yeah. 
In fact, I think Jem would win against Deathclock in a physical battle. Um, yeah, but I, something that's not the only criteria. Here. Yeah, yeah, something, something would, some dumb fucking luck would happen to eke Deathclock oh, out yeah. without them ever having that's to true. actually participate. Yeah, that's that's fair. That's yeah, usually right. that's usually they what get happens to by death. a giant or something. Yeah, or like a plane would crash. <laughs> yeah, Murderface yeah. would toss like a Pringles can aside, and it would yeah. derail a train somehow. <laughs> um, that's Death Clock, though, right? That's Death Clock. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, battle three: Thugnificent versus the Blues Brothers. It's a real bummer battle. I know because the blues brothers has this whole legacy and I don't know about you. I think we've made this clear is like, I'm, I do not care about the blues brothers like personally. Right? No. Uh, they just have a legacy hanging off. They have a legacy and I like both of those guys. Yes. (laughs) Um, the band itself uh, don't care. Yeah. I want to give it to Thugnificent. I also want to give it to Thugnificent. <laughs> Whoever wins goes on to the final battle, which is going to be funny. <laughs> which is I why mean, I kind of want to give it to the Blues Brothers. Yeah. I, we know who's going to win, folks. We know who's going to win. We've known who was going to uh, win since we started recording yeah. the first episode. <laughs> yeah. 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 Because the next battle is the Stains versus Deathlock. I'm sorry, the Stains. I'm sorry, Deathlock. Has to win, which leaves Deathlock versus who? The Blues Brothers or Thugnificent? One, it's an adult swim battle, which is very interesting. Mm-hmm. That's pretty interesting, you know? Yeah. Um, but I also like the Blues Brothers. In in a more fair world, this would be sp- this would come down to Spinal Tap versus Deathlock, right? It probably should have, yeah. Bit, but we 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 bracketed it by genre. We whittled it down by genre. Mm-hmm. We could have pit all the TV and all the movie stuff mm-hmm. against each other. We could have done it that way, and maybe we should have, but we didn't. Um. So who do you want? Who do you want Death Clock to beat? <laughs> Thugnificent or the Blues Brothers? I kind of want Thugnificent to have won. Yeah, I mean, uh, and honestly, if I'm being honest, in a fight. In a battle of the bands between Thugnificent and the Blues Brothers, I'd give it to Thugnificent because I okay. enjoy Thugnificent's, Thugnificent's music more. Right. I just think it's funnier <laughs> because I'm imagining a literal battle of the bands where they're both on stages or sharing the same stage. And obviously the Blues Brothers would get like scalded to death or something. Sure. Um, in that case. But you're right. Thugnificent won. Thugnificent versus Death Clock. Mm-hmm. It's Death Clock, folks. It's Death Clock. Yeah, I mean, we can the, we can pretend like, uh, the what is it? Folgers Coffee. What? Uh, Duncan Hills. Duncan Hills. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> do you pre- folks like coffee? Do you folks like a- coffee? <laughs> um, <laughs> amazing a- first line of a song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> amazing. <laughs> We could pretend that uh, the Blues Brothers were killed by Duncan Hines' coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my God. Uh, we so we probably noted this. Matt Osborne, um, when they commissioned this, they were like, "My, I only make sure you have Death Clock in it." Um, and we, we were like, "Friends, mean, don't worry." <laughs> yeah, and it was one of those things. It's not he. It, this wasn't fixed by Matt. Um, because when they said that to us, I thought like, yeah, not only are they going to be in it, but they're going to win. Yeah. Um, As soon as you told me the premise of the show, I was like, well, it's death clock. Yeah. Like that's the best one. That's the best one. (laughs) And I think this is now a time to note, like, I'm not a big metal fan. Um, I listen almost exclusively to punk rock, Mm -hmm. um, metal, especially the type of metal death clock is personally. Not something I listen to. I'll listen to 80s hair metal because I had a friend who was really into it. Like bands like Halloween uh, and like like those ridi- like ridiculous like... Yeah, like Iron Maiden and shit. Ridiculous metal bands, yeah. yeah. Um, but like Death Clock, that type of music, uh, 
my like personally i'm not you know obviously i don't know what your background is but like not something i was into until i listened to death clock and was like this is fucking amazing pretty much yeah no i was not like the most metal i yeah i i didn't listen to too much metal mostly punk um yeah where the the thing the branch for me was guar guar is the band that i legitimately like i've seen guar five times mm -hmm. uh live they're just they're, and again, they're not, they're kind of death clocky, but they're more towards the side of eighties metal. Yeah. They've evolved over time. Um, they definitely have albums like, um, uh, war party or like, ah, oh shit. What's the other one? Uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, that are, that are, yeah. The, the more modern ones before Dave Rocky died, uh, we're leaning more towards death clock, but like death clock is basically animated guar. Yeah, because they have a lore behind them and ridiculous gore, um, and there's just something fundamentally charming about a band that does that type of work, you know, mm -hmm. that has a lore. So, it's still probably personal taste, but like, in terms of creativity, um, the the amount of music that they have and the quality the musical quality of it, mm -hmm. the talent. I feel like we came out with the right band. Yeah, no, Death Clock has four albums, and they're all really, really good. Yeah, I'd say, like, this uh -huh. is why the Blues Brothers hung out for so long, is that I feel like if you're a fan of the blues, um, you either hate or love the Blues Brothers. I don't right. know. Yeah, there's We have blind spots. We, had, we definitely had blind spots here. Oh, of course. In terms of band that I actually like the most, it's probably the Stains on this list. Mm -hmm. um, but in terms of what wins, it's Death Clock. It both is Death Clock. It's the band I like the most and also the band's like, well, yeah, that band wins. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's them. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to listen to Death Clock right after this. Mhm. Mm going to put on Thunder Horse. Yeah, and listen to the, the dark and listen close to the, my uh, eyes. the rock opera if you haven't. Mm, all right. It's really good. Yeah. <laughs> um are we done? I think we're done. I think that's it. Is the is the fake band battle over? Winner Death Clock. What do yes. they get? Tom, what do they get? Do they get that that Grim Reaper toilet or whatever? Mm -hmm. No, get him the Grim Reaper chair. Get him, right. get him the bone throne. You win, Death Clock. But we're gonna we're gonna put it we're gonna put a shit in it first. Yeah, we're gonna shit inside of it. Yeah, we're gonna. That's perfect. That's are, the perfect going, gift for them. We are going to insert a shit into the Grim yeah. Reaper throne. Yeah, or we have to give them the most metal gift of all. Nothing. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, Matt Osborne! Thank you so much. This has been a delight. This little mini series. I hope people enjoyed listening to it. Yeah, I hope so. I hope it was something. Yeah, I hope it was something. Uh, and, you know, let me tell you guys about our Patreon. Mm. Patreon.com slash Gamefully Unemployed. If you go there, you can find exclusive podcasts like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman and Fox Mulder is a Maniac. Mm, you sure can. Uh, yeah, there's little, there's, uh, for a $10 tier, you can watch movies with us every Friday night. Uh, and then there's tiers like this one that created this, where you can produce your very own podcast. It can go out public, or you can just have it for yourself, mm -hmm. uh, like for a, whatever perversions. Like a strange goblin, you can just keep it mm -hmm. for yourself. I don't care. You can just hoard it like a dragon. Mm -hmm. yeah, Jeff oh, yeah. Bezos. Mm -hmm. uh, if you want to like pay us a million dollars to make a secret podcast uh go ahead do it the, we dare you you we know fucking dare you you've put the idea in my mind now that jeff bezos is a secret dragon and honestly it makes so much sense oh yeah i mean all the riches all the rich people are they all dragons they're all dragon adjacent for sure that's true they're, what they're in the same category we're warning us about yeah 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 uh your move bezos um we also have a store speaking of bezos <laughs> Uh, com slash store slash gamefully unemployed uh, where you can get t-shirts, masks, mugs, stickers all, all posters, all kinds of stuff uh, so check that out check it out chit, 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 check it out yeah, buy our exclusive Jeff Bezos wear yeah. we're, gonna, Jeff, make. we're Jeff, gonna make a whole Bezos line Jeff Bezos is a secret dragon That's that we're yeah. gonna have a shirt that just says that and then we're both yeah. gonna get sued into oblivion 
Yeah. Or I got an idea. We mm-hmm. we go into Photoshop. We take the color of his head. We sample that color and just, just make, make a, a shirt that that's color or a dragon. I was just thinking a shirt, just a shirt that's flesh color. A flesh color specifically basis is flesh. I think if we made a flesh color dragon, that would be pretty great too. That would be pretty great. I and gr- and erotic. I have greenlit both ideas. All in, right. In my capacity. <laughs> Keep an eye out for our flesh dragon. For our flesh dragon. <laughs> We're gamefully unemployed, and we have a flesh dragon we coming at you. discovered the secret of the flesh dragon. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Take, take it easy, everyone. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Three, two, one, zero.